Hi, welcome to Hot Taking It, a Faking It Rewatch podcast. I'm Alex, and I use they-them pronouns. I'm Lainey, and I use she-hers, and today we're talking about episode 9, which again, I don't know the name of because I didn't look it up. It's The Morning Aftermath. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the Morning Aftermath. Um, I feel like they could have stretched themselves a little bit further on that one. Like I know. This one, and then the next one is called You Can't Handle the Truth or Dare, and I'm like, that's not really even a pun. No. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> it's, they, no, they tried. it's no homecoming out, for sure. It's no three to tango. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, we start with the, like, I think one of the most fucked up tropes in television and film, yep. which is the, like, waking up and with someone in bed that you weren't expecting because you were so drunk last night that you had sex without, like, realizing it. It's really fucked up. Like, it just doesn't make, like, literally any sense. No. Because she remembers in a few seconds, but, like, but she's, like, please, like, it's Amy waking up in bed with Liam, obviously. Um, and she's like, please be dirty laundry, because Liam is completely covered head to toe. I wonder if he just sleeps like that all the time. (laughs) That was funny. I just, like, I wish that there was a little more clarity on this, because it's, I know it was, like, 2014, it was 2015, I think, and so we didn't care about women's consent yet, but. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that one. No, uh, women's consent was invented last year, so. Oh, right, 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 right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, I just wish there was some more clarity about Amy's perspective on this and, like, how she feels about it because she feels so guilty for this decision to have sex with Liam and seems to imply that she thinks of it as her decision, but she also says, like, you know, she was so drunk. um, Yeah. And that it was a mistake. And so I just, it just is worrying to me. I'm worried about it. There's a lot of things in this episode that I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It's, it's, it's something. I do really like how much they messed up her hair for this scene. I did too. This is the only <laughs> time Amy looks, like, actually genuinely, like, not perfectly put together. I was gonna say, like, ugly, but she's not, because she's still an incre- like, incredibly beautiful person, but, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looks like she has a very bad hangover. And her, like, makeup is running off. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, like, Liam and Amy wake up and have, like, a panicked conversation about the fact that they had sex. Um, and then Karma comes and starts knocking on Amy's door. And so Liam has to go out, literally out the second floor window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably used to it. Yeah. And so, like, Karma comes in and apologizes um, and is, like... I really don't want to lose you over this. And I, like, to the writer's credit, I also had a lot of trouble focusing on karma apologizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, trying to actually think of things from her point of view. Um, yeah. Because I was so focused on what had just happened that, like, I lost track of karma's character arc for a second. This actually, I actually noticed that too. And I kind of didn't like that this whole thing took away the impact that, Amy told Karma that she loved her and kind of, like, diluted the aftermath of that because yeah. we were so focused on the aftermath of this, like, fucked up decision. Like, weird writing decision. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I would have liked to see just more... I think there's enough to work with with um, Amy and Karma 
dealing with that confession without throwing this into the mix. Yeah, that's so true. Um, but as always on Faking It, Liam has got to be here. <laughs> God <laughs> fucking damn it. This is why it's so apt that he's like also in the header of our Twitter. It's like, you can't get rid of him. He's just there. <laughs> um, to, to your point there, like, I feel like if season one had had like two more episodes or something, then like they could have had like karma finding out and then like, I don't know, like. I feel like they could have spaced these things out if they mu- like if Amy must sleep with Liam. Right. Like ugh. Yeah, because because like Amy telling Karma that is something that we've all been waiting for. So it's like you want to let that land. Yeah, exactly. But we just had to go back to this. But I mean to be fair also like the rest of this episode is like incredible, so it's like <laughs> almost worth it. It's so true. <laughs> Um, I also wrote down, um, uh, after Karma leaves, like, Amy rushes her out, and it's just like, let's talk about this later, um, Liam knocks on the door, like, cause he's still, like, naked and apparently, like, clinging onto the side of the house or something. Yeah. Um, and, like, Amy just shuts the curtains on him, and I'm like, yeah, that's what he deserves. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I thought it was sweet that Karma said, we're spending the rest of our lives together, so we have to work this out. I know. But, like, also, Karma, you cannot, like, you cannot say these things. I know. Right after. <sighs> I know. Okay, so then we go down to um, Amy's mom, Farah is talking to Lauren, and she's like, where's Amy? Um, and then she sees Liam, butt naked, dropping down mm-hmm. from the second story outside the window and running away. <laughs> Yeah, and she's just thrilled because she realizes that Amy slept with a guy. Um, and I know. is in her mind, therefore not a lesbian. And I was just, uh, come on, Farah, please be better than this. I know. I wrote down, I think this is supposed to be funny, but it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. But Lauren is also in this scene, and she's like, oh, you know, um, where's Amy? She was supposed to run interference with um, her grandma, and, and Lauren offers to do it. And she's like, old people love me. They share my values. <laughs> I love that. I noted that Farah said, I'm not in the mood for my mother's constructive criticism, which, mm-hmm. like, saying a lot about her relationship with her mother, which reflects a lot of Farah's relationship with Amy, it was kind of like, aha, that's some backstory on that. Yeah. Lauren really is just an old woman in a teen's body. Um, <laughs> an and old I love Texas that about her grandma. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But Farah, I'm so disappointed in her. I know. It's sad because you can tell that she truly does want to connect with Amy, but she doesn't want to do it on Amy's terms. She just wishes that Amy was different so they could connect, you know? Yeah. Aww. Okay, so then we see um, Shane and Pablo cuddling outside mm-hmm. under a tree, which was honestly really cute. They're, yeah. Like, making out, and um, Lauren turns the sprinklers on <laughs> on them. Because she's really pissed off that they're dating. Yes. <laughs> uh, what I wrote down is, like, if they slept, like, propped up against a tree, then Shane's back must be fucking killing him. Oh, so true. I, I <laughs> felt, like, kind of bad for Lauren because Pablo is her only friend. So, like, <laughs> to have Shane, like, horn in on that friendship, I can see how that would be really frustrating. Yeah. And, like, this whole episode is really, like, there's a very clear shift in this episode from, like, 
I feel like we spent the whole first season being like, actually, everybody's motivations are really understandable, and they're usually pretty good people. Like, mm-hmm. this episode is the turning point. Totally and agree. So, yeah, it's a, like a strong, like, season one, season two shift. Yeah, and suddenly, like, Lauren being upset about Shane dating her friend is, like, super understandable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Lauren that's true. Lauren just is the real the hero here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I also think that's part of the reason why in season two is when Lauren becomes, like, one of the best characters, because instead of being, like, the cartoony evil one, it's, like, everyone else is on, like, a downward slope, and she's on, like, an upward slope. (laughs) Yeah. So then, uh, Amy goes to the pharmacy to get, um, a morning-after pill, Mm -hmm. which is so responsible of her. Mm -hmm. I liked that. It was, like, good example for teens. Yes. And she's like, and she, it's so funny because she's really anxious about the whole situation. So she blurts it out to the pharmacist <laughs> and the pharmacist is like, I'm not, I'm not judging you. Um, and she's like, no, I deserve to be judged. Um, <laughs> and then, um, karma actually comes in, um, and tries again to get Amy to, um, make up with her. But I was just thinking about this from the pharmacist's point of view. That must be so funny. It's definitely the highlight of their day. I'm like, go tell all your colleagues about this. Yeah, it was like, a girl came in, and she was like, and she had just told her best friend that she loved her, but then had just slept with her boyfriend, and then the best friend came in. <laughs> and then the boyfriend was there. Yeah. Because Liam's also there. Yeah. Um. Also, what the fuck is this pharmacy? I don't know. <laughs> like, it wasn't like CVS. It had like, ornate, like rustic wood and glass cabinets and like, wooden shelves. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and wait, what was Liam doing there? I think he came there to talk to Amy, but Amy runs out. Uh, and then Carmen goes over to talk to Liam. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Maybe it's the only pharmacy in their town. I don't know Maybe what Maybe they just all hang out at the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> he was stocking up on condoms because he, he didn't have one last night. Yeah, he needs he needs monster condoms for his magnum dong. Shut up. <laughs> that was a good pull, Alex. <laughs> so Karma goes to talk to Liam, and she's like, "I'm so sorry. I know it was really bad that I lied to you. Like, can you forgive me?" And he's like, "No." And he's uh-huh. like, "Well, I told you that I hate lying, like over and over and over, <laughs> which is true." Like, good point there. And I just noted down, this is, like, Karma has such intense self-worth issues because she's like, yeah, I just didn't think that you would find me interesting or like me if you knew that I wasn't a lesbian, which is, like, an interesting thing to be. It's like, that's mm-hmm. fucked up, Karma. Yeah. But, yeah, she tells Liam that she's going to stay out of his life from now on. And I was like, God, I wish that were true. <laughs> Imagine if <laughs> this is the end of, like, Liam is no longer in the show. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> The next thing is that um, Pablo tells Shane that he has to make up with with Lauren or Mm -hmm. apologize to her, which, like, he should because he outed her for taking taking mysterious pills. Yep. Um, He goes in um, and apologizes to her, sort of, and she's like, I won't forgive you unless you do something for me. The scene is just incredible (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. because, first of all, because Shane is like, I'm, I'm, I'm swearing not to out people anymore. <laughs> and he never did again. <laughs> wow. That was then. Yeah, also, sim- 
similarly how Karma and, and Liam never got back together. Uh, Shane also vowed to stop adding people. But Lauren is like, um, I need you to stop my boyfriend from telling everybody my secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shane's like, how did you? How do you know that um, he didn't just text everyone about it? And Lauren's like, I stole his phone and I melted it with my flat iron. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> God bless. It's fucking incredible. And like they cut to like the melted phone, and like Shane is like very happy about this. And I was like, mood. Yeah, this is yet another like Shane and Lauren are more similar than they think. Like Shane is like, well done. Somehow Pablo likes both of them. Just like, but are you okay? <laughs> he has like a thing for like uh, fixer uppers. Yeah, no oh, Pablo, you're feeding the bad wolf by by doing this. <laughs> um. So then we go to Karma talking to her mom. Her mom is like, mm-hmm. I don't really know um what happened last night. You were so upset. And she has this great line where she's like, breakups between teenage lesbians can be especially brutal. We talk about it all the time in P-Flag, which, like, is true in my experience. Yeah, that is honestly true. (laughs) Teen lesbian breakups are rough. Yeah, and Karma almost, like, comes out to her as not a lesbian here. I know. I wish she did. She came so close. And then her mom's like, oh, but I was just elected president of P-Flag, so. I love her mom. I know. (laughs) But her mom is like, well, you just have to try and get her back. Do some kind of big romantic gesture. Like, your father and I had a fight, and he took me out to the desert and built a big fire for me. And that's how Burning Man started. (laughs) Yeah, that was very, very good. It's, it's, It's incredibly good. She's a good mom, even though she unintentionally makes karma feel like she has to be someone that she isn't. Yeah. I just love, like, they they set it up so well, the, the difference between, like, Amy desperately wants to be who she is, and everybody tells her she can't be who she is, mm-hmm. whereas Karma really doesn't want to be herself and wants to be someone else. Yeah. Okay, so, um, then <laughs> it goes to, uh, Shane talking to Liam. Yes. And they have a talk about, like, a lot of stuff, but... He, t- he ends up telling Liam that uh, only Karma was faking it. Yep. So um, in the very next Shane scene, he just outs someone again. I know, I know. I wrote, I wrote that down, I think. Like, it has been ten minutes. <laughs> not even. <laughs> since, he, since he vowed not to out someone. Yep. Um, and Liam is just, like, full of guilt because he slept with Amy, which, like, yeah. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. Shane keeps telling Liam that he doesn't have to be guilty, but I think he should be. I think Liam should be guilty about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, Shane doesn't know that he slept with Amy, but I, I see that you're yes. saying just in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the great thing is that they have this, like, slow emotional talk. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, Sorry, can- I laughed because I just remembered what happened. <laughs> yes. They have this really, like, slow emotional talk, and then um, Shane's like, alright, you can't tell anybody about that, and also, you can't tell anyone about this, and opens the trunk of his car, and Lauren's boyfriend is in there. <laughs> it is literally, like, the, the height of comedy to have them have this long, like, meandering conversation, like, as if they don't have anywhere to be, and then, and then Shane opens the trunk of his car, and... He's kidnapped someone. 
And at first I thought this was Shane, like, going above and beyond the Call of Duty by doing this when Lauren just said to, like, make sure that Tommy didn't tell anyone. But no, it's a plan that Lauren and Shane came up with together. It's so funny. Like, the two of them working together this episode is my favorite thing. Yes. Uh, and also, like, the the calm way that Shane talks about it is so funny. He's like, yeah, I got him in the trunk, but there's no way I can get him out. Like, my dude, you kidnapped someone. <laughs> Yep, that's kidnapping. That is the definition. (laughs) So they basically bring Tommy to Lauren and Amy's house and tie him up in the garage and they put all this like weird sex gear on him. (laughs) Their plan is they're going to take some really compromising photos of him to make Mm -hmm. sure that they have something like mutually assured destruction. Like if he tells Lauren's secret, then they're going to spill these photos. And there's a callback to the episode, it was like episode two or three, when Shane said that his mom sells sex toys out of the back of her car, so he brought over a lot of the sex toys. I I saw that, and I was like, damn, they did bring it back, it was relevant. Yeah, but like, the fucking, what, I mean, what is this outfit that they had him in? It looks like a, like a kinky, like, football uniform. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, it had like shoulder pads, but they had like rhinestones and like leather, and like a harness. I mean, maybe, like, I mean, like, it's established in the very next episode that Shane really likes to dress up, so I, I believe that he has this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's amazing, though. But also, like, um, the way that Amy walks into this scene is incredible, because, like, right before this, um, her mom, like, is, like, about to leave for her honeymoon and is just, like, pleased with Amy and just, like, having a great time talking to her, um, and Amy is super confused about it, and... She literally, like, ungrounds her mm-hmm. because she's found out that she's not a lesbian, which I was like, that is awful. Yeah, it sucks. And Amy does not get what's going on at all. But, like, it's just so painful to watch Farah be so overjoyed that Amy's not a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Or at least that she thinks Amy's not a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then there is that part where um, Farah's, like, basically thinks Amy is going to, like, sleep with men this weekend and so she's like use, mm-hmm. use protection and Amy doesn't know what she's talking about and she's like I have a softball bat under my bed <laughs> a very lesbian thing for her to say exactly <laughs> but yes right after that Amy walks into the garage where they have uh, Lauren's boyfriend tied up and it's very very funny okay first of all they have like Shane is holding up like a whole like armful of dildos but they're all pixelated out which is so it's- funny <laughs> It was so funny. I read that down too. Like we know what they are. Like it's 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 the same way that they that they censor all the swearing on this show. It makes it even funnier, honestly. Exactly. Um, and then um, Amy's basically like, "What are you guys doing? Like we can't be doing this." Um, and Lauren's like, "Oh no, but we have to keep him from spilling my secret." And um, who is it? Of Liam is like, well, maybe it's good if the secret comes out. And Amy's like, what? No, it's not good. Secrets should never come out. They should not. So, like, <laughs> she, like, pulls Liam aside and is like, how dare you? We should keep secrets. <laughs> and she also asks him, like, have, do you have it? Like, should I worry about, like, sexually transmitted diseases? Which is, like, again, so responsible of her. Yeah. Oh, Amy's a great role model for life. I agree, Alex. 
every decision that she makes is a good decision. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like in some way they are trying to like model like good sexual etiquette for yeah. teens, which is kind of funny considering the rest of the show. Yeah, I just thought it was a cute little like character note, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, because you know that Karma would not care about that. It's true. And, like, fair enough, given that Liam supposedly sleeps with people all the time. He sleeps with adult Google executives. <laughs> um, there's an amazing line in this scene. Basically, Liam is saying he wants to tell Karma, and Amy's like, no, 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 we can't tell Karma. Um, and or Amy is like, what would it do to Karma if she found out her soulmate slept with you? <laughs> I know, I was like, burn. <laughs> so then um, Lauren and Shane come back and interrupt them and are like, there's somebody out in the yard. And Lauren's like, should I get my gun? <laughs> we live in Texas. <laughs> Which, like, the show has taken a turn from season one, but also, like, they really prove in this episode that, like, this is a great character-based show because just having all these characters in the same house dealing with a stressful situation is so funny. That's so true. And this also has some of that, like, madcap pacing from the Faking Up episode where it's just, like, like one line leads to a crisis for one character which leads to the next mm-hmm. crisis. You know, like, it's really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out the person in the yard is just Karma, who has come to serenade Amy in order to try to get them to be friends again. The scene was so um, good. Karma, like, first of all, her voice is amazing. I know. Um, this song, the lyrics, maybe not so great as the one about Liam. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh... <laughs> I mean, she's like, Amy, we're like Batman and Robin, we're like Salt and Pepper. It's like, okay. <laughs> Um, it's great, though, because, like, she's singing the song, and, like, the expression on Amy's face is so funny. Um, but then everybody else appears in the window beside her, and Karma's like, what? And then, um, uh, Lauren's boyfriend just, like, starts trying to escape, like, all dressed up in his BDSM gear right in front of Karma. Um, <laughs> I was actually, moment. was watching this on the couch, um, and my partner is sitting right next to me, and so I took out mm-hmm. my earbuds, because I was like, oh my gosh, you have to see this cute scene of, like, Karma singing this song to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, what? And I was like, I don't have time to explain. I'm taking notes. <laughs> it's fine. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah. And Karma's especially like, she's really put off because she sees Liam in the window and she just told him that she was going to stay away from him. I don't even yeah. remember why Liam's there. Do you remember why he's it's there? Good. Shane brought him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Because she, he needed he needed um, his help in getting, help getting him. Yeah. Tommy out of the trunk of the car. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Alex. You remembered his name. <laughs> I, I knew his name. I knew his name. I just feel I I really did. Okay. I, I just you. didn't want to say it because I thought it would be confusing because like who is Tommy? Like we he ha- like he's a man. He has to be defined by his relation to a female character. <laughs> Thank you. Good. <laughs> okay, so um then you have Karma, Liam, Amy, Shane, and Lauren all with Tommy, who's tied up and, like, bound and gagged. <laughs> it's so funny. And they're all yelling, basically. And, yep. um, basically, like, Amy's trying to keep Liam from talking, and Lauren's trying to keep Tommy from talking, and, like, eventually, Lauren's secret comes out, because Tommy says something very fucked up that I kind of don't want to repeat, honestly. Yeah. But basically, like, 
it's that Lauren is intersex. So. Yeah. So he's basically like, oh, why would I want to tell anyone your secret? Because, like, I wouldn't want anyone to know that I was, like, dating this person. Which is, like, great. Good. I'm glad you got kidnapped. Yeah. You deserve this. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, I mean, okay, it's a bad idea to kidnap people. But also, like, this is a very mild sort of kidnapping, really. It's a comedy kidnapping. It's fine. It's a comedy kidnapping. Um, um, but then, so they're all kind of, like, shocked, and Amy's like, what does intersex mean? And Lauren's like, it's none of your fucking business, and storms out. Yeah, poor Lauren. I know, I feel so bad for her. So then, like, immediately after that, Amy's mom comes back, and they've been, like, they've been keeping him, like, kidnapped in the garage. Um, the garage door just opens. Yes, and everyone else gets out of the way, and it's just Amy and Tommy. Um, and the expression on Farrah's face when she sees that her daughter is just, like, standing there with a guy, like, tied to a chair is very, very funny. <laughs> She's, like, trying to keep her, like, Amy is with a boy happy face, but with her, like, slightly shocked, <laughs> slightly disapproving, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and so, like, Amy's like, oh, I can explain, and, like... She's, like, Farrah's, like, totally fine with it, which is really funny. She's, like, just use a safe word. Yeah. Something short and specific, like taco. <laughs> I just wrote down Farrah voice, men get pegged. <laughs> but then Amy, very rightfully, is, like, upset because she recognizes that the reason is okay with it is because mm-hmm. she thinks it means Amy's not gay. Mm-hmm. And so she's, like, she says... Uh, so I can have an S&M dungeon in our garage, but I can't fall in love with my best friend because she's female, which is really sad. Oh, no. It's so sad. And she also um, is, like, only mildly disapproving that um, uh, she thinks that Amy slept with two people in one day. Yeah. She's just like, now some people might call that a little trashy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, God, like, this this scene made me, like, really emotional. Me too. Um, Because Amy's like, no, like... Like, that wasn't what it looked like. And, and Ferris like, well, was it what it looked like this morning? And, like, it was. But Amy's, Amy's like, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not a lesbian. Um, and Ferris like, I don't understand. Like, if you could be with a, 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 a boy, like, why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't you? It would be so much easier. And, mm-hmm. and Amy says, for you or for me. I know. Or, like, for me or for you. This Aww. was, I know. Gutting. Right? They're, like, so close to making a... a- a good, interesting statement with Amy's sexuality, but they can't because they can't decide what her sexuality is. Like, Farrah's like, oh, well, you slept with a boy. That means you're straight, right? And Amy's like, no. And, like, a great opportunity to either be like, bisexuality exists, or to be like, sometimes lesbians have slept with men in the past because it's complicated and there's a lot of societal pressure, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. they don't really come down on either side. They're just like, well, Amy's really confused, which, like, fair enough, but I just wish that they had done that. Yeah. Like, the scene was great, like, up until that point. Although, like, I totally get, like, I don't know, I get it, but... I still think it's a good scene. This is just, like, mm-hmm. if they had done that with the rest of the show, I would be happier, you know? Yeah. It's just that they, like, because Amy doesn't know yet, but it's just that, like, mm-hmm. they never clarify it, and they never, like, I don't know. It's just that there's an opportunity that they could have done something that they didn't, you know? Yeah. No, I totally get what you mean. <sighs> yeah, I don't remember, like, you're gonna have to fill me in on what happens next. All I know is that it's a Karma and Liam scene because I wrote down, does anyone enjoy this? <laughs> it's pretty useless. It's just like Karma and Liam are hiding in the garage 
and um, Karma just apologizes again, and uh-huh. Liam for- is like, well, I forgive you because we both did fucked up things, and Karma's like, well, what did you do that was fucked up? And he's like, oh, I was only interested in you for being a lesbian. Um, found this really frustrating. Like, I wish that he had told her at this point. Yeah, and it's also like, he clearly, he that's him lying, right? Exactly. Like, or, and yeah. like, but he that is a fucked up thing. Yeah. Like... It was fucked up that he got into this mm, whole thing by just I trying to sleep saying. with a lesbian. Yeah, like he should feel bad about that and not just about the other thing. Yes. I just got mad about this because it's so hypocritical. Like he spent basically every episode being like, I just hate lying. I just hate it when people lie. I just have to be really honest. But first of all, he does keep a big secret from everyone in school by lying about like not being rich, which is kind of fucked uh-huh. up. And then he lies to Karma right here about something really big. I just... It's either a very contrived writing choice or it says something really bad about Liam. And so I didn't like this at all. I think Liam is, like, written as somebody who's, like, really self-absorbed. Because he is. Yeah. Like. He doesn't like people lying to him. Yeah. Because that's bad for him. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. But then, you know, Amy's back up in her room. Um, Oh, actually, this is one of, like, my favorite scenes in terms of um them handling that lauren is intersex which is that when this like fucked up thing happens the first thing she does is go on her like intersex online forum and starts complaining about it and to me that's like it's so real it's like you go to your like internet community for your niche issue and you're like oh people don't understand yeah and she (laughs) was just looking at what she was writing and she's like I told my boyfriend that i'm intersex we broke up he thinks that means i'm a man i think that means he's an idiot yeah, she's like, I, t- I explained it to him, like, three times. <laughs> I love her so much. I really love her. She's great in this episode. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that she melts someone's phone with a flat iron. That was also great. He deserved it. <laughs> I guess we're really coming down on the side of, like, you know, Lauren and Shane are both really manipulative, mani- manipulative, but the people that they do it to in this episode sort of deserve it, so it's fine. So true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, Karma and Amy finally have, like, a real discussion about, like, can we be friends, like, even though you have feelings for me? hmm And Karma's like, you know, we have to get past this because we're gonna grow old together and, t- and sit on the porch and drink iced tea. Um, and Amy's like, you're doing it again. Yeah. And she also says, it's like you're waterboarding my heart, which I thought was a really, like, both funny and heartbreaking and cute way to put it. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. They kind of make up here, but it's awkward. Yeah. I mean, understandably. Also, we missed, like, one nice part, which was that Shane comes in while Lauren is sulking and, um, Mm -hmm. and is like, don't worry, I'm not gonna tell anyone, like, I'm not gonna out you, I'm done outing people, and Lauren is like, well, you say that now, but, like, someday you're gonna want to humiliate me, and Shane's like, yeah, but I would never tell anyone about this because I don't think it's humiliating. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I will want to humiliate you, and I will do it, and it'll be great, but it's not going to be about this. I did enjoy that, like, villain solidarity there. Yeah, he says to her, um, like, I don't think there's anything humiliating about what you told us, but clearly you do, and that seems like it's something that you have to work on. And I was like, good job, Shane. Yes. Yeah. Um, And Lauren's like, that doesn't mean we're friends, though, right? And Shane's like, oh, God, no. And she's like, ew, good, thank God. (laughs) It's very funny. Yeah. I like their dynamic. Me too. 
I think that's the end of the episode, right? Um, the one last thing is like the last shot is that Lauren finds the morning after pill in the trash. Right. And she's like, oh, Lauren is so cute. Yeah. I love her. I love her. Like, I feel like we're fully on the, like, Lauren is a good person. Like, it's all, it's all uphill from here with Lauren, baby. It's true. I was, like, waiting, like, the first few episodes. I was like, she's still bad, but I know it's coming. And now I'm like, yep, I love her. She's the best. <laughs> so, yes, segments. So, Shane adding watch. Shane yeah. outing watch. It's almost like whoever added you did you a favor. Again, Shane, ten minutes after swearing off outing, um, tells Liam that Amy was actually into karma. Yep. So, good job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know why, like, I mean, he, he kind of, like, it's kind of an accident at first, and then he just goes with it. Yeah. Um, but he really doesn't try very hard to, like, because, like, he's like, oh, I don't know what, I don't know what you and Amy see in karma, um, and Liam is like, what? And, like, he could have easily covered that up by being, like, you know, because they're best friends. But I don't know. Sorry, I'm looking because my partner's here very carefully trying to remove their backpack from behind me without making any noise. So it's a little distracted. Tell them hi for me. Alex says hi. Hi. They say hi. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, yeah, no. And, like, you can tell that he's like, well, I kept this secret for so long already, I basically already did my duty of not telling anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, you know, it's season two now. That's one of season one secrets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> okay, bad decision of the week. Oh, Liam, I thought specifically in that moment when he almost lets it slip to Karma and then just, like, consciously decides not to tell her, I thought was the worst moment. Yeah, I, I, wrote, I, I just wrote down, like, not immediately telling Karma what happened, but that moment is especially bad. Yeah, it's bad for both Amy and Liam, but, you know, I really don't want to let Amy off the hook because it is so shitty that she doesn't say it, but, like, at the same time, she, for the entire episode, is like, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to tell her, and Liam at least is like, I think we should tell her, I'm going to, and then is like, eh, never mind, and so that's why I'm like, that's the bad decision. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, I, I like... Amy's making a bad decision, too, but, like, she's kind of in crisis mode the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, like, Liam has, like, this moment he stops and he's just like, mm, nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's kind of, like, letting the romantic tension build back up between them. Right! Like, no! And I think, I mean, I don't really fully remember, but I think they do go back to dating before Karma knows, which is unacceptable. I know. You just can't. Like, you can't do that, buddy. <sighs> Liam. Yeah, Exactly. All right, uh, best pop culture reference. What did you have? Oh, I had um, when Amy is asking Liam if he has any STIs, and she says, well, you're Liam Booker, Hester's own Hugh Hefner. (laughs) Um, I just wrote down, like, Farrah talking to Amy, being like, you know, don't make a mess while we're away on our honeymoon. That's not the way I want to get on Dateline. (laughs) That's really good. Farrah's still very funny, despite being a homophobe. Um, I know. I want her to get better so I can like her. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, and then clever insult of the week. What did you have? I had, um, so uh, Shane comes in to apologize to to Lauren and says, did somebody order an apology with extra cheese? And she goes, I don't need the empty calories. <laughs> That's true. That's a brand on Shane. Yeah, because she's like, you know, just because um, like Pablo sent you in here to apologize, which is true. Right. 
Um, so I had when uh, Amy is talking to Liam, and Liam's like, we should tell Karma, like, it's really bad. And Amy goes, oh, this little piggy went boo-hoo-hoo all the way home. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Um, as for Len, least likely to be said by a real human person, we touched on it already, but, like, when they have, like, Tommy tied up, um, and they're saying, like, no, we should be able to keep this secret. Amy's, like, little freak out about, like, keeping secrets is really funny. Mm-hmm. Liam um, says, like, you're only as, like, sick as your secrets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, who says that? The voice is in your head? I changed my mind. This is America. We're all entitled to our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I had... That's a very good one. I had similarly Amy freaking out when um, Karma comes in and sees like everyone at Amy's house and is like, what are you all doing? And Amy's like, well, I was just washing my sheets for no particular reason. It's just been a while. It's like you don't have to justify washing your sheets. I know. Like it wouldn't have occurred to me at all. No. Or anybody if she hadn't brought it up. Ugh, I love her. She's such a disaster. <laughs> um, and then finally, worst person award for this week, I gave to Amy. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Liam slash Amy. Yeah. Um, cause like both of them just not telling Karma what happened is like a massive betrayal. It's awful. I think the fact that Amy doesn't even consider telling her is just like, buddy, come on. Yeah. This is really yeah. when like it starts to go down the path of making Amy a lot less sympathetic. Yeah. Um, and I also was like, you know, it's Liam or Amy for worst person, despite the many literal crimes that Shane and Lauren yeah, commit. Exactly. I thought about that too. I was especially when you're doing bad decision, I was like, kidnapping Tommy? No, that was fine. <laughs> no, it was fine. Like I don't remember it having that many consequences. Oh, and there's another line that I forgot to bring up that I loved, which is that Karma and Shane start sorting the dildos to take picture of Tommy with all the dildos. <laughs> and Shane is like, Oh, uh, we should put them biggest to smallest. It's more shocking. <laughs> it was really good. <sighs> this episode was just like a roller coaster. Like you said you like you you watched it and you felt like you'd been run over. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The the next episode, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just so much. (laughs) I think this is great, though. I think it's a really solid, like, season opener. It is. Like, a lot has changed, and, like, this is where we get into, like, everybody becoming, like, just making terrible decisions and being bad people. Yeah, but the thing is that, like, this show loves to have the shocking twist, but I think it's the strongest Mm -hmm. when it leans into being an ensemble comedy and -hmm. just, like, having everyone with their, like, different motivations and their wacky decisions and, like, making bad choices in, like, a an impulsive way rather than, like, just people being bad, you know? Yes. Like, cruel. Yeah, exactly. Like, thinking it is the best friend, they're all in a house and have kidnapped someone and Lauren has a gun and <laughs> Shane has a bunch of dildos. <laughs> exactly. And Amy has all of her all of her dirty sheets and Karma has a guitar. Exactly. It's great. And Liam's there, I guess. <laughs> I guess he has to be. <laughs> I guess he has to be. Okay, so that's it for the morning aftermath. Um, mm-hmm. If you want more of us, you can follow us on Twitter at Hot Taking It, or you can send us an email at hottakingit at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at magpielena. 
Um, my personal Twitter is at Kismet Nemesis, and I've been Alex, and whoa. I'm Lainey, and I know.